Dave Colon, ladies and gentlemen. You know him well, former prosecutor, businessman, community leader. Happens to be running for sub-county executive. And uh, nice enough to give us a couple of minutes. Haven't spoke to Dave in a while since uh, the announcement. And it is good to have him here on this Monday in March. Uh, sir, how are you? Everything okay? Um, great, Jay. Good morning and uh, good to be back with you. Indeed. And uh, you started early, uh, Mr. Colon, as far as the announcement and everything else, gearing up, and uh, you have been raring to go over the last couple of months. Tell me how it all kind of came into your mindset. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Thanks again. Thanks again for having me. Um, you know, as I looked at Suffolk County, um, just, uh, you know, the background here is that uh, Steve Ballone's been our county executive for the last uh, 12 years, and he'll be uh, term limited, uh, so cannot run for re-election this year. So we'll have a new county executive uh, starting uh, elected this coming November. Um, as I looked at sort of Suffolk County and the opportunities we have, I, I was reflecting on sort of my role in the county over the, the last years. Uh, as you mentioned, Jay, I, I'm, my background is as a prosecutor and as a business person. I've also served in a number of volunteer capacities with the county, including as chair of the planning commission. I've worked with County Executive Ballone to put together the county support programs for small businesses during during COVID, et cetera. And I, I really felt like we have a tremendous, a tremendous opportunity in Suffolk County, um, but we need the right kind of leadership. I felt like my background as someone who's been an innovator uh, in the private sector and the public sector, as well as a prosecutor, was a good fit for uh, Suffolk County's future. There you go. A lot on the plate, no question. Um, last week, Dave, uh, you had an op-ed in the uh, Long Island Business News, news, and you kind of, you know, outlined the plan to increase housing options uh, for the working families out there. And of course, this has been a very uh, key topic as far as the governor's proposal and affordable housing and zoning laws and everything else. A lot of people just completely uh, outraged. Uh, give me a stance on that, and uh, just kind of recap for the folks out there as far as. Uh, what you would propose? Sure. Um, so certainly, we have a tremendous um, need for for uh, housing to make sure our young people can stay here on Long Island uh, and make sure our seniors can comfortably retire. Uh, so we do need uh, we do need more housing options, uh, and I think that focus is is an important one. Uh, my concern was that the way this is being proposed from Albany was this one size fits all uh, every train station. Every municipality uh, needed to do certain things, uh, and and I think that isn't the right way to look at this. Um, Suffolk County, in particular, is a very uh, you know geographically uh, diverse county. We have uh, more in the, we go to the western part of the county, much more uh, density. People maybe uh, are commuting into the city a bit as you move further east. Um, putting housing around train stations doesn't make much sense because not many people use the trains uh, to get to the city. Some do but that's not what we necessarily want to have all of our focus. Um, we need to be make put, put housing um, where we have the infrastructure to support that housing. And that infrastructure isn't in every municipality. Um, there are certain places where it makes a ton of sense. There are other places where if we put housing there, we're going to increase traffic. We're going to, uh, not, we're going to harm our water quality. Um, so there needs to be, I think, a, a look at it from a countywide perspective. How do we look at what are the best areas in the county, not each municipality. We have 40-plus municipalities in, in Suffolk County, Jay, between our villages and our towns, and some are well-suited to increase housing and some aren't. Um, so we want to get the housing built more uh, more rapidly and with be- 
traffic and water impact, we need to look at it regionally and figure out where the best places to be are. And I think the county needs to play a key role in that. Um, I chaired the planning commission for Suffolk County for eight years, as you mentioned. You know, we actually put together a housing summit to bring together towns and villages to talk about how we can, you know, increase our housing stock and the right kinds of housing. Also, Suffolk County, uh, Jay, actually the largest landowner in Suffolk County is the Suffolk County. Um, and we need to look at where we can actually use Suffolk County land because now in a post-COVID era, I don't think we need all the office space or all, all the land that the county is using right now. We could use, potentially utilize that for, uh, for housing and, and put that at reduced cost because you don't have the land cost that the county is contributing in the, the land. So, um, that, the red tape work I've done to, the, the work I've done to cut red tape, um, as chair of the planning commission, we need more of those kinds of things as well. So my, my view is just look at it regionally. Um, and it's not the same for every every neighborhood. It's not the same for every municipality. But we do need to tackle housing as a region if we're going to thrive economically. But uh, do you go along with, uh, you know, uh, kind of the consolidated gripe is it would kind of change suburbia uh, in a way uh, that, uh, you know, kind of alter how Long Islanders live their life and the way the proposal is kind of going about it, uh, you know, to kind of usurp the zoning laws in place. Uh, it would bring just uh, a lot of chaos uh, to many an area on the island. You agree with that assessment? I think that the problem with the with the, uh, with the proposal is that it does treat each municipality uh, the same. It's the same goal for every municipality, no matter whether that that municipality uh, is well suited for housing or not well suited for housing. And by that, I mean what kind of infrastructure they have, what kind of um, you know traffic uh, they have, et cetera. And so I. I do support local control for sure. I think that's the way to go. And I think putting together a goal on a county-wide basis rather than a individual municipality basis is the way to look at this. Uh, and because at the end of the day, the county plays a huge role here. Um, as I mentioned, to be able to streamline the red tape on, on, on this stuff, you know, having the health department, which is run by the county, which has to approve many of the different uh, housing uh, proposals, um, streamlining that. The things we can do to improve uh, the housing stock without taking the control out of the hands of the local municipality. Gotcha. Dave Colon, I'm with us, running for Suffolk uh, County Executive. Steve Blone's, Blone's term uh, is uh, is pretty much uh, out as far as uh, what he could run again for the uh, post. And uh, in essence, uh, Dave uh, announcing uh, early. And uh, in essence, we have had a uh, cyber attack uh, Dave, uh, last uh, September, and uh, that has uh, created a fury as far as, hey, what's going on here? What happened? You have subpoena power in place with a panel that will be asking some questions, hopefully getting some answers so that this doesn't happen again. I'm sure this, that this has uh, been on your radar as well. A lot of concern all over here. Yeah, and, and for good reason. Obviously, obviously we've had uh, this attack um the county government, as it turned out, was not well prepared for it. Um, they're doing, they're working hard right now to get it back uh, in play, um, and and that's starting to happen. But obviously, a, a big, um, you know, a big disruption to county services, a big disruption to uh, our taxpayers. Uh, my background, Jay, I come from the technology community. Um, I actually am a inventor on 19 patents related to internet and uh, computer uh, technology. So. This is this is kind of my world. I, I look forward to getting my hands around this this problem and, and working on it going forward. Clearly, uh, there needs to be a uh, 
a, a countywide strategy. It looks down to like, you know, what, what's been happening is that this individual uh, IT, um, what do you want to say, uh, nodes, and um, some of those were weaker than others. Um, so there needs to be a comprehensive strategy on how to, how to deal with it from the county perspective. Um, you know, and we need to make sure we have things like cyber insurance. Um, when you set up your firewalls, not only do they have to be, you know, installed, they have to be configured correctly, they have to be monitored. Um, going to the cloud, most of my businesses that I run, we, we put, um, you know, most of our, our data in the cloud because the, the protection there is much more significant, so the county needs to be moving in that direction. In fact, the one county department that had moved in that direction for the cyber attack, which was uh, fire rescue um, and emergency services, they had almost no impact uh, from the attack because most of their uh, most of their uh, key data was in the cloud. So um, we need to you know bring 21st century government uh, technology here to, to the Southern County government. Uh, I know there's been a lot of moves towards doing that, but obviously when it comes to cybersecurity, we weren't where we needed to be. Uh, Dave, uh, I've known you for a long time, and you have pursued uh, a lot of innovation, and that by working to start and build companies, really uh, helping to create a lot of jobs here uh, on the island and across the country as well. And you've you've worked with a lot of the sectors, talking private and public, of course, to grow uh, companies, increase opportunities for many a resident here. Uh, we're in a different period of time right now, post-pandemic and everything else. We have seen a lot of those jobs go elsewhere, companies leaving and whatnot. Uh, how do we kind of get back uh, to where we were and build again? I'm sure that's going to be at the forefront as well for you. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, when you think about, you know, why I'm running for Suffolk County Executive, the biggest thing for me is supporting small business, right? That's, that's where I come from. I've started companies. I've grown companies. Um, I've started a not-for-profit um, that helps veterans and active duty service members uh, start their own companies. Uh, and I, so my uh, big focus for me is on helping small businesses get started. I want to make this the place where it's easiest as possible to make uh, to create your own small business. We're the home, we should be the home of entrepreneurship for New York State. Uh, we have so much great great things happening from technology perspective, innovation perspective here in Suffolk County. Uh, we also got to help our existing small businesses grow. And I, I did that with with working with the county during COVID nineteen to help us help small businesses survive and then uh, thrive um, coming out of the pandemic. But uh, you know the county, I believe, needs to play a bigger role to be on the side of small businesses and helping them grow, giving them the tools they need to grow. Because at the end of the day, that's where the jobs are created. It's the, the private sector, the small businesses, uh, and let's say every big business started as a small business. So we need more small businesses here in Suffolk County, and some of them will grow up to be even the bigger ones. Um, and so we need to be, uh, you know, a focus of mine as county executive is putting together an office of small business where we're helping to provide the tools that small businesses need uh, to um, to grow um, and uh, and thrive. And that's that's a, given my background, uh, a tremendous, you know, will be a major focus of mine. When you look at uh, uh, Suffolk County, we're talking with Dave Colon. He's running for county executive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Something has great assets, right? You know, you look at schools, you look at the beaches and everything else, uh, research institutes, institutions, uh, very diverse workforce. Uh, but, you know, again, we talk about the good-paying jobs and everything else. I think about the water situation, the clean air. My goodness, we don't want to ever see uh, what happens here, what's going on with East Palestine right now in Ohio. But certainly the water has been a big topic 
uh, with the uh, sewage treatments and whatnot. Uh, that will continue to be a focus uh, without question. Uh, with revelations over the last couple of years, rather alarming, but you know, we got to get a little bit better. And you have a focus on this, I am sure, uh, going forward. Yeah, since I've chaired the Planning Commission for the county for eight years, and, and the role of the Planning Commission is to look at sort of the, 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 how the county, countywide, how we're using our land, how we're protecting our environment. You know, I was a leader in, in helping to uh, save open space, which is critically important, not only because it keeps our island beautiful, but it also gives a place for water to trickle down into the uh, into our aquifers uh, that we drink from um, in, in, in the natural way, as it, as it should. Um, uh, but we have definitely had, you know, that's going to be a critical focus. I led the Long Island effort um, to adopt the state amendment that, that guaranteed clean air and clean water. That passed two years ago, so we now have a state, a guarantee in the state constitution uh, that every citizen uh, is, deserves, the, the, has the right to clean air and clean water. So now we need to put that into practice, right? We need to make sure that we are protecting that air and protecting that water. Um, and I have the background where we've done exactly that. Um, and it, as you said, this is sort of a, 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 a the reason people live here is because it's a beautiful place to live, because we have a great natural environment. So that is essential to making sure that, you know, we have people you know, want to move here and, 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 and keep their families here, more importantly, right? And, and that's, from my perspective, why we need to have a great environment, but then also have the jobs, um, and some, you know, and, and, and safety. We talked, talked a little bit earlier about my background as a, as a prosecutor. I actually would be the first ever prosecutor to serve as county executive. Um, I also be the first ever person coming from the private sector um, to serve as county executive. Um, and so I think my background as someone who can keep us safe and someone who can help us create opportunity um, is, um, is critically important, particularly when you combine that with the background that I have in helping to make sure our environment uh, and our, our, our waters and our air are, are healthy and um, allow people to be able to, uh, you know, thrive here. Yeah. So I look forward to uh, taking on the, tax, uh, the job of county executive so we can focus on uh, exactly these things. And uh, you can learn more regarding uh, Dave's run for the county executive post. Just go to cologneforsuffolk.com, uh, and you will hear many a conversation on these airwaves uh, here in the morning show as we approach November in the general election. Good to have you, and we'll have uh, plenty of time to chat, David. Look forward to it, Jay. Thanks for having me. Have a great day.